The focus verse is Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verses five. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. The lesson text, Isaiah 6, 1 through 8. The truth about God, God is holy. And the truth for my life, I will humble myself in worship before a holy God. Amen. So just a little history. I know uh, the teachers probably covered some of this. Um, the lesson connection starts off talking about the history of Uzziah. And if you look in Second Chronicles, the 26th chapter, let's go there right quick. Uzziah started off very well. He started out as king at the age of 16. Had a 52-year reign as king. And he did a lot of good things. Accomplished a lot of great things with the army of God. Uh, but it's not how you start off. But it was how he ended up. And he did all of these things down through the years of his reign that got recorded in the word of God. But he ended up dying a leper. So if you look at, I'm just going to start reading 2 Chronicles 26 and you can follow. I'm just going to try to read through some of this real quick. Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, made him king in the room of his father Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah after that the king slept with his father. Sixteen years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. He reigned fifty and two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, underline, God made him to prosper. And he went forth and warred against the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath and the wall of Jebna, the wall of Ashdod, and built cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines. And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Gerbile and the Mahumims. And the Ammonites gave gifts to Uzziah and his name spread abroad even to the entering in of Egypt for he strengthened himself exceedingly. Mm -hmm. Moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the turning of the wall and fortified them. Sounds good, right? And he built towers in the desert and digged many wells. He had much cattle both in the low country and in the plains, husbandmen also, vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel, for he loved husbandry. 
Moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men. Listen to this. That went out to war by bands, according to the number of their account, by the hand of Jeiel, the scribe, and Messiah, the ruler, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor were 2,600. And under their hand was an army, 300,000, 7,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. Zion prepared them throughout all the whole shields, spears, helmets, habergeons, and bows, and slings to cast stones. So this man came up not only with the war strategy, but he came up with the articles of war. Wow. Uh-huh. He invented, apparently, those catapults that were to cast the stones against the enemy. He did all this great stuff. Listen to this. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers upon the bulwarks, to shoot arrows and great stones withal. And his name, listen to this, his name spread far abroad. He was marvelously helped till he was strong. Mm. Let that soak in. But, here, here comes the but. The word just outlined everything that this man accomplished, and it was massive. But there comes a but. When he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. You can achieve and accomplish so much, but let your heart get off toward God. And all of that meant nothing. He got lifted up in pride. Mm. His name was being spread abroad for everything that he had But he couldn't handle that, apparently. His head got big. Hmm. Couldn't handle all of the accolades, apparently. The strength of his army and all of his accomplishments went to his head. Don't you let what God do for you go to your head. Because it's by his mercy. It's by God's goodness toward us and his graciousness and his kindness that you have what you have and that you are who you are. Don't you get silly like this generation and beside yourself because you do some good stuff and accomplish great things. Well, let me remind you, you didn't get there without God. Listen to this. But when he was strong, his heart was 
was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord, his God. Went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. And as Uriah the priest went in after him, and with him fourscore priests of the Lord that were valiant men, and they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It appertaineth not to thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary. Oh, my God. For thou hast trespassed, neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God. Uzziah got mad. Had a censer in his hand, because at this point, you know, his attitude toward them, I'm the king here. Don't tell the king what to do. You know, his hands swole, his chest stuck out. He full himself, man of stuff. I'm the king. How a priest gonna tell me how what to do in the temple of God. Oh, well, Zaya, you on dangerous territory, buddy. Huh. I'm going to get to it in a second. Uzziah was wroth, had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was wroth with the priest, uh-oh, here we go. The leprosy rose up in his forehead. Woo! And we think God ain't dealing with stuff. Oh, we think we're getting away with stuff. Like God didn't see our attitude and us rolling our eyes and us getting full of ourselves in rebellion against the word of God and the instruction of God and the man of God. Leprosy struck him right there. Because God don't play. Be real careful, saints. We better walk on eggshells with God. We take God too lightly. We take God too lightly. Uh, just because you ain't falling out dead in the house of God don't mean you ain't dying slowly. Oh, let me repeat that. Just because you ain't died of a stroke and a massive heart attack yet in the house of God for your foolishness, for your rebellion, uh, uh, for your stiff neck, don't mean uh, that God ain't eating you up on the inside from the rooter to the tutor. Don't play with God. Leprosy started coming up, bro, while he was standing in the priest's presence. Get out of here! You keep on and keep on, and God will showcase you. He'll put you on blast. He'll pull the sheets and the covers off. Because God ain't no Don't you do it with God. Woo! My God. Listen to what it said. The leprosy started in his forehead. <laughs> My God. And then while he was wroth, the leprosy rose up, 
in his forehead before the priest in the house of the Lord from beside the incense altar. Azariah, the chief priest, all the priests looked upon him. Behold, he was leprous in his forehead. They threw him out. Mm. Can't throw me out the church. And himself hasted also to go out. Because who had smit him? Not the devil. Uh-huh. Because we love to put the devil did this and the devil did that. No, God smote him. God got him right there. Let's see. Let's run over to Exodus 30 right quick. Let me show you something. Then I might get to the place. Exodus 30. <laughs> Start in verse 7. Let's read it. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. When he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. When Aaron lighteth the lamps at even, he shall burn incense upon it. A perpetual, meaning it'll never go out, incense before the Lord throughout your generations. You shall offer no strange incense thereon, nor burnt sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall you pour drink offering thereon. Sound like God was pretty particular. He had very detailed, specific instructions for Aaron. That was his office, the altar of incense. And his sons, not the king. Oh. <laughs> so sound like you better stay in your lane. For y'all that want to tiptoe out your lane, you better stop playing hokey pokey and get back in your lane. Because God is very particular. He know exactly what he meant. He know exactly who he called. He know exactly who he set apart for each individual office and ministry. God ain't confused. We are. The king is not equal with the priest. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sons of Korah, you think you're equal with the leader.
utmost respect and seriousness and dedication. This ain't your nonsense at home. This is God's business. Let me tell you, all these folks, you think you are? What kind of gift you got? You're not equal. And if you're trying to be, honey, let me tell you, you're on dangerous territory. Stay in your place. You are not equal with who God has set forth. Unto the Lord. That's why I'm 
right off. ain't in order, get it in order. Get it real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, okay? If you ain't in order, honey, get in order. If you ain't in line, get in line. Real quick in a hurry, honey, because God ain't letting you study his word and see the example that was set forth for nothing. He expects his people to be in order. He saw the Lord 
sitting upon a throne in his rightful place because he's high and he's lifted up. When you see God, honey, it ought to make you real humble. Don't tell me you've been in the presence of God and your nose is still stuck up in the air and your chin is still lifted up. Oh, come on here. And your chest still stuck out and you've been in the presence of God. When you're in the presence of God. manifestation of the glory of God when it fills Solomon's temple they had to fall prostrate on their face he was sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and above it, the seraphims, mean burning ones. Each one has six wings. Two of them covered their face. Two of them, twain, covered the feet. And with two of them, they did what? Mm -hmm. Now, theologians, you know, uh, want to conjure up a, you know, a theology of why they covered their face. It was because the radiance and the brightness of the presence of God was so strong they could hardly stand the brightness of God. My God, it's an awesome splendor. Because the God that you see of God and God ain't dealt with your attitude none he ain't dealt with your mindset none 
He ain't dealt with your ways none. Come on here. Well, apparently, we hadn't been in the glory of God. <laughs> wow. Because when you get in the glory of God, everything about you, Your disposition, your heart, y'all, your heart should change. It should melt at the presence and the glory of God. It should be soft. Oh, my goodness. All the evil intentions and all these crazy thoughts and ideations and junk that we have got in our spirit and in our crawl, it should purge at the presence. Oh, God. Amen. Oh, God. My God. <laughs> Listen to what they said. This is the response of the seraphims in the presence of God. One cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Well, why didn't they just say holy one time? Well, in the Hebrew, when you say things multiple times, it put exclamation behind it. Holy! Holy! Holy!
prayer post. Holy! 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 And they took it. And they didn't come down from their post. All you slicksters and foot draggers coming down off your post. We ought to be ashamed. What's your problem? Why can't you accomplish your assignment? Why you keep dropping the ball? Huh? Why can't we just stay with what God assigned us to do and make sure we put our whole heart in it? Our whole mind, our body, our soul, everything we got. But we say we love him that cried. And the house was filled with
the smoke of God fill the house. Yeah. That's when God really get to move. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. I'm convinced that this generation don't want that kind of glory. They sing about it. Oh, we want the glory of the Lord. We want the glory of the Lord. They sing about it, but they really don't understand. Really don't understand what you're asking for. Because when you get this kind of the manifestation of the glory of God, it shakes up everything. <laughs> Baby, gotta get down in your gut. You'll get like a corkscrew in your mind. <laughs> Purging, pulling, yank some stuff and cut some stuff off of you. When you get in this kind of glory of God, playing around. The atmosphere should be so bright with the presence of God every time we come to the house of God so that we can have a Just to come, look at y'all. I want to meet with God.
went deeper that day. <laughs> Isaiah had been to church, but he ain't been to church like <laughs> You've been going to church a long time, but have you been at church like that? I hear God to say in the day, you missing out. <laughs> Until you've been to church like that.
not be your heart cry today, but it's cry. God, forgive me. I'm sorry, God, for taking you for granted, for taking you like that, not fully appreciating your glory, your power of who you are. We're not even talking about all that he's done, but just who he is. He is holy. Forgive me, God. You ain't got to say it. I'm going to say it for me. Forgive me, God. For all of my mess-ups and all of my hang-ups and all of my evil and all of my crookedness. Because your presence, it humbles me. It makes me realize I ain't there. I got some work to do. I, I, I got to strive. I got to fight. I got to call after God. I got to be hungry for more. I got to be thirsty for God. His word, his presence is more. Undone. His soul was afflicted. 
He remembered the calamity and the trouble as a man. Whoo! But he had a repentant heart. Oh, my God. Isaiah was cleansed, and he went forth. One of the longest recording prophets in the word of God. What Isaiah had to endure, the afflictions that Isaiah had to go through, God gave him foreknowledge of Jesus Christ. Hmm? That's how strongly he dealt with the prophet. But he had to have that kind of experience with God. Mm -hmm. My God, it's mind-blowing, y'all. I hope this Sunday school lesson challenges you. This challenges me. Try to let every lesson speak to me. Let every lesson speak to you. God. Isaiah didn't bring up nobody else. Uh huh. He had to get Isaiah out of his eyes. I know they revered him as a great king. But guess what? God killed him. God is a leper. He gone. Get him out of your eyes. God made sure there was no crutches, no idols. You're not going to build this man up as no idol. He's a leper. Is that order? God is going to make sure there's nothing left standing. You hear me? But him. You ain't going to push nobody else up. your money, huh, your kids, your spouse, huh, whatever it is, you better get Uzziah out your eye so you can see God, because you don't want God to move Uzziah. <laughs> you, better, you better get him out your eye, and you better be found obedient doing what God assigned you to do. You hear me? Get Uzziah out your eye. God removed Uzziah. Uh-huh. 